what's coming up now on Established in the Faith. Some of you listening to me right now, if you would come to church expecting a blessing as much as you did expecting to get COVID, you'd actually get blessed. But see, some of you, when you go to church you're going to, you're not going to be blessed because Jesus is not there. Hello, neighbor, and welcome today to Established in the Faith. This is Pastor James Pierce of Friendship, Free Will Baptist Church over in Middlesex, North Carolina, and how so very pleased and happy we are to be with you today. Got a great message lined up for you. Hope you can stay with us for the next 30 minutes. If not, let me encourage you to go over to establishedinthefaith.com. There you can listen to today's message as well as many others that are in podcast form. Well, we're going to go on into the message now. Hope and pray it'll be a blessing to you. have your Bibles this morning, would you turn with me please to the gospel according to St. Luke. Luke chapter 2 verse 25, and behold there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon, and the same man was just and devout, waiting for the consolation of Israel. And the Holy Ghost was upon him, and it was revealed unto him by the Holy Ghost that he should not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ. And he came by the Spirit into the temple. And when the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him after the custom of the law, then took he him up in his arms and blessed God and said, Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation. And I want to continue with the subject we started last week, having a blessed Christmas. On the night that Jesus was born, the Bible tells us that there were shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and they were sore afraid. And the angel said, Fear not, for I bring unto you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. And he went on to tell those shepherds how that the child, the baby, would be found in Bethlehem lying in a manger. And the Bible tells us that these shepherds came with haste. Luke chapter 2 and verse 16. Let me tell you this, if you're not saved today, you need to come to the Lord Jesus Christ in haste and get saved today. Come to him now, seek him now while he may be found. When the shepherds received that revelation of Christmas, they came in haste, they left the flock behind. What happened to the sheep? I don't know, but I don't think there's anything to worry about because there was enough angels shouting on that hillside when that revelation came forth. Those sheep were not in any trouble. So, so the sheep were taken care of. And you're like, well, Brother James, what's going to happen if, if I get saved? I'm going to have to give up this, 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 and this. My friend, a lot of those things that you're going to give up ain't worth talking about. A lot of the things you're worried about ain't worth worrying about. 
and you say, well, Brother James, if I come to Christ, I got to quit smoking and I got to quit drinking and I got to quit running around and I got to quit this and quit that. Well, let me tell you, you don't have to quit those things. If you'll come to Jesus, you'll just find that you don't need those things anymore. Glory to God. You've got something better than Jack Daniels. You've got something better than a crack pipe. You've got something better. And his name is Jesus Christ. If you're not saved today, you need to come to him now. Seek him now while he may be found. And you'll have a blessed Christmas this year. And these shepherds came and they saw baby Jesus. They were the first ones outside of Mary and Joseph to see baby Jesus. You and I one day, if you're saved, you'll stand before the Lord Jesus Christ. And you will see him just like you're looking at me this morning. But he'll be a whole lot better to look upon. (laughs) (laughs) you didn't have to say amen that loud but uh, you and I are going to see the Lord Jesus Christ one day but we will see him in all of his glory you and I will never see him as a little baby in the manger and these shepherds got to see something that very few people got to see. They were the first ones to see baby Jesus after he was born. And what a blessing that must have been to have seen baby Jesus. I've often wondered what qualified these shepherds to be able to have such a blessing. First of all, they were the lowest caste of society. They had the most humble job in all the world of that day. And because of that humility, and they were awake at night when everyone else was sleeping, they were blessed with that revelation, and they gave heed to that revelation, and they came in haste, and they got the blessing. I said all that to say this. The child of God, the Lord wants to give you a revelation of His Word. And at nighttime, we all have a tendency to go to sleep, and we need to go to sleep. But spiritually speaking, there is a night of darkness which is about to come upon this planet. And if Jesus Christ tarries, you and I are going to have to go into some of that darkness. And it's not a time to be going to sleep, spiritually speaking. You need to be awake. And number two, you need to keep yourself humble before God. Because if you're awake during the time of darkness, and you're humble in your spirit, God's got something He wants to show you. And it's going to be a blessing to you. But I've also wondered, as the shepherds stood there that night looking in that manger, seeing baby Jesus for the first time, I've often wondered, did any of those shepherds ask Mary if they could hold the baby? There's no record that they did. But there is record of one man in Jerusalem by the name of Simeon. 
He's the only one recorded in the Bible as having held baby Jesus. And I want to look at some of the things that perhaps qualified him for that blessing. Because it's one thing to have seen baby Jesus right after he was born for the first time. That's one thing. But to have been able to hold baby Jesus in your arms, oh, now that's something else. I hope this morning that... You get to see baby Jesus have that blessing. You can see him in your heart, see him in your spirit. The shepherds actually got to see him, but you can see him in your heart. And Simeon got to hold him in his arms. And you and I today won't be able to physically do that, but by faith we can hold him in our hearts. Glory to God. And I'm hoping today that we can look at some of these things and you'll receive a blessing from it today. First of all, the Bible says that Simeon was a just man. Luke chapter 2, verse 25. He was a just man. In other words, he was justified. He was saved. What does that mean, to be justified? The Bible says that all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. The Bible also says that without holiness, no man shall see God. And when you get saved, when you place your faith in Jesus Christ, who he is, which is the Son of God, and what he did for you at Calvary, dying on that cross for you, when you do that, God looks at you as if though you have never sinned, justified, just if I'd never sinned. And this man was justified, and he was justified by faith. He wasn't justified by the law. No man is justified by law-keeping. If anything, you're condemned by the law. You're not justified by the law. The only way that you can be justified today, like I said, is by simple faith in Jesus Christ, who he is and what he did for you at Calvary. The next thing I want to point out there in verse 25 of Luke 2 is that he was a devout man. He was devoted to God. He was committed to God. In other words, he was there every time the church door was open. Every time something needed to be done in the church, he was volunteering to do whatever it was that needed to be done. We don't have many volunteers today, so we have to do the voluntold situation. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? Friendship church ain't quite there yet. I thank God for the people in this church that are devoted. Since I've been here, there's been 22 funerals in the past eight years that I've been here. And as I think back to those members that I've had to stand in front of a casket and preach their funeral. How devoted they were to God and how devoted they were to this church. And if it wasn't for them being devoted and committed to this church and providing finances when it was needed and volunteering to do things when it was needed, some of you here today would not be here. 
We've lost a lot of members. We've lost a lot of volunteers. And how the church needs more people that are devoted to God today, that are committed to the church today. I don't know how many more funerals this church can go through before we enter into that situation of being voluntold instead of volunteering. I thank God for those of you who have joined Friendship Church. You've been a blessing to the church. And those of you who have rededicated your lives and you've come back to the church, thank God for you. But there are some of you visiting today. There are some of you listening in the community. There are some of you listening by radio. God's been dealing with you to come to Friendship Church, but for some reason you've not done that. You need to obey the voice of the Lord and do whatever God's telling you to do. If God's telling you to join this church, you need to come on up and join Friendship Church. Because you're not going to find another church that's better than this one. Oh, let me tell you, you'll go to another church and you'll find one that titillates the flesh. You'll find a church that's got strobe lights flashing and smoke pots boiling and bands that get up and play the newest contemporary music or whatever the latest fad is. You'll find plenty of that going on. But let me tell you something. There's not many churches today where you'll find the preaching of the cross. There's not many churches today where you will find Jesus Christ. And this man, Simeon, The Bible says he was devoted to God and he was waiting for the consolation of Israel. He was waiting for the coming of the Lord and he ordered his life accordingly. How many of you today are ready for Jesus to come back? And how many of you are ordering your life accordingly? The Bible says that The Holy Ghost was upon him. This man had the fullness of the Spirit of God, but the measure of the Spirit in that day was limited to what you and I have today. Today, after the cross, when Jesus died on Calvary, it opened up the door for a greater measure of the Spirit today than what was known under the old economy of God. Jesus told the disciples before the cross, he said, now you have the Spirit upon you, but afterwards the Spirit shall be in you. You and I today, we've actually got the Holy Ghost living on the inside of us. If you're saved today, you have the most powerful force in all of the universe living down on the inside of you. And he wants to change you. He wants to change you from having a form of godliness and the way he does that is through and by the power. The problem is today we've got a lot of people that have a form of godliness, but they deny the power. They're denying the power of the Holy Spirit to work within their hearts and lives. And this man, Simeon, he was waiting for the consolation of Israel. He was waiting for Jesus to come. And he had the Holy Spirit operating in his life. And the Bible says that eight days after Jesus was born, 
Mary and Joseph went up to the temple. And it was time for Jesus to be circumcised after the manner of the law and sacrifices were to be offered up and so forth. Five times in Luke chapter 2, you will see the word law being used. Law. The Apostle Paul said in Galatians 4, verses 4 and 5, he said, When the fullness of time was come, God sent forth his Son, made of a woman, made under the law, to redeem them that were under the law, that we might receive the adoption of sons. Jesus had to be born under the law because all of mankind was condemned by the law. God gave the law to show man what sin was. And when the law was given to Israel, Israel said, oh, we can keep that, no problem. And nobody's been able to keep the law. 1,600 years and there was nothing but failure. Oh, but when Jesus Christ was born... And he was born of the Virgin Mary. Man had nothing to do with that conception. Jesus did not have a sin nature. He was able to live a perfect life. He was able to keep that law that he was born under. And he kept it for you and I. He kept that law for us. He did for us what we could not do for ourselves. And he redeemed us. He paid a price and got us off that auction block of sin. You were a slave to sin until Jesus Christ came into your heart and set you free. And if you're a Christian today and you're struggling with something in your life, let me tell you, Jesus Christ paid the price to set you free. Sir, you may be saved today and you're having a little problem with the alcohol. God can set you free from that. Sir, you may be listening to me right now and you're still struggling with cigarettes a little bit. God wants to set you free from that. There's not a bondage in this world that Jesus Christ cannot break. And in Luke chapter 2 verse 26, the Bible says it was revealed unto him by the Holy Ghost. Simeon had a limited measure of the Spirit operating in his life. But God was able to reveal things to him under that limited amount of Spirit that he had. How much more can God reveal to us today when we have the fullness of the Spirit? We actually have the Spirit in us. And also looking at the fact then they did not have the full Bible like we have today. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and Romans, and Acts, and Galatians, and Colossians, and First and Second Corinthians, and the book of Revelation, none of that had been written yet. So this man did not have the completed Word of God. He only had a certain part of it. Oh, but the Holy Ghost revealed something to him. <laughs> if you'll open up this book... And you'll read it. And you'll ask God to help you understand it. The Lord will reveal things to you in His Word. And oh, what a blessing it is when God reveals things to you. All right, let me move on. It was revealed unto him by the Holy Ghost that he should not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ. 
There's no greater blessing than to see and know Jesus Christ before you die. Because without seeing him and knowing him and understanding him a little bit, hell is in your future. Verse 27, Simeon came by the Spirit into the temple when the parents brought in the child Jesus. This man was led of the Spirit. The Bible says if you'll walk after the Spirit, you'll not fulfill the lust of the flesh. This man followed the leading of the Spirit, and the Spirit of God led him to a church where Jesus was at. If you'll follow the leading of the Spirit, the Lord will lead you to a church where Jesus is at. Because like I said a few moments ago, Jesus is not in every church. We're living in the last days, ladies and gentlemen. Revelation chapter 3, verse 20, the Bible said, Jesus said, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. He was not talking to the lost world out here. He was speaking to his church. He said, I'm no longer inside the church, but I'm standing outside the church knocking, trying to get in. The Holy Spirit will lead you to a church where Jesus is at. Follow the leading of the Spirit. And when the Lord leads you to a church like that, go there. Don't miss church. The Bible says, Hebrews 10, verse 25, we are not to forsake the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is, but we are to exhort one another and so much more as we see the day approaching. As we see the time drawing nearer for Jesus to come back, we should be having more church, not less church. And let me say this, you can have church at home I don't know what's coming down the road. I don't know what's coming up in the next few weeks and months. It may come to the place that you, sir, will have to sit down at home and open up your Bible and have church in home with your family. If the church door is open and you miss church, you're going to miss out on a blessing. And let me say something else right here. I'm running out of time. When you come to church, come to church expecting a blessing. I'm going to say something now that's going to upset some people. And Lord knows I don't, I don't want to do that. But I have to tell you the truth. Some of you listening to me right now, if you would come to church expecting a blessing as much as you did expecting to get covid You'd actually get blessed. But see, some of you, when you go to the church you're going to, you're not going to be blessed because Jesus is not there. You got to go to a church where Jesus is at, where the cross is being preached, where the Holy Ghost can move and work and has the freedom to move and work. All right. Simeon was a servant of God. Luke 2, verse 29, he said, Lord, now let us thou thy servant. If you want to have a blessed Christmas, dedicate yourself to the things of God. We all want to hear the Lord say one day, well done, thou good and faithful servant. Well, a servant is one that does the will of the master. 
not what you want to do, but what God wants you to do. You got to do what God tells you to do. You got to find out what your office is in the church. You got to find out what your function is in the church. You got to find out what your part is, what your purpose is in the work of God. Find out what that is and do it. And you'll find yourself being blessed. Simeon was ready to die. Look at what he said there, verse 29. Let us now thy servant depart in peace according to thy word. How many of you are ready to die this morning? Well, James, I don't die right now. Everybody wants to go to heaven, but nobody wants to die. But if you drew your last breath today, are you ready? This man was ready. He said, according to your word, not your word, but God's word in his timing. Lord, when you're ready to take me, I'm ready to go. And this man had seen the Lord's Christ. He had seen Jesus. And this man actually got to hold baby Jesus in his arms. Luke 2 verse 28, he took him up in his arms and blessed God. What a blessing it must have been to be the first one other than Mary and Joseph to hold baby Jesus. Today, you and I cannot physically hold baby Jesus in our arms, but we can hold him in our hearts today. If you haven't accepted Christ as your Savior, you need to do it now. Having a blessed Christmas is all about Jesus and having Him in your heart. If the program today has been a blessing to you and you would like to have a free CD copy of this message, just give us a call or text us at 252 299 4234. You can also go to establishedinthefaith.com. There you will find today's message as well as many others that are in podcast form. But perhaps you need someone to just talk to or to just pray with you about something. Again, just give us a call at 252-299-4234. This program is an outreach ministry of friendship, Free Will Baptist Church over in Middlesex, North Carolina, as well depends on the prayerful and generous financial support of listeners like you. To contact us or to contribute to this ministry, go to establishedinthefaith.com, click on the Donate tab. It's easy and all donations are safe and secure through PayPal. You can also mail us at Established in the Faith, P.O. Box 601, Bailey, North Carolina, 27807. We look forward to hearing from you. Hello, I'm Haven. And I'm Juliana. And you've been listening to Established in the Faith with our dad, James Pierce. He's the pastor of Friendship Free Will Baptist Church over in Middlesex, North Carolina. That's right, girls. And now we're having worship service inside the church every Sunday morning at 930. As well, we're also having Bible study and prayer meeting every Wednesday night at 7 o'clock. All of these services are being broadcast to the parking lot for those who wish to participate drive-in style. And the church is located at 744 Friendship Church Road in Middlesex, North Carolina, near the EMED community. 
On the website, if you click on the Contact Us tab, Google Maps will bring you right to us. We would love to have you, and we hope to see you there. And we hope today's program has been a blessing to you. Thank you for listening, and God bless you.